0: Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing your little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time or pop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Done Playing by the Rules. If you weren't looking for Done singing. Playing by the Rules, click on Click Ellen. <laughs> I'm Jenna. <laughs> and I'm Janelle. I'm not even sure what we're talking about today. Oh, no, we today
1: we yes, we know. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is something that Jenna's really good at and I'm really terrible at, and I'm learning from Jenna. So let's same. start with a story. Saying yes to your kids. So Because
0: you can say I'm really good at it, but I think you had the epitome of saying yes to your kid recently. But had I
1: not been your friend, I feel like I probably would have said no. And even like a couple Mm. of my friends, because I'm so COVID cautious, messaged me and were like, I'm really proud of you for saying
0: yes. And I was like, What the fuck? I got shit. Like I I can't believe. I
1: said said Jenna got shit and I'm getting praised.
0: Okay, so <laughs> my life if you don't works. know
1: what we're talking about,
0: Janelle, share with us what happened.
1: I was sitting on my front porch, and my husband was getting ready to leave for the airport. He had to go to Richmond to pick up the remainder of our stuff from storage, which has been there for, what, five months now? We just leave yeah. our things like random
0: people well, – You had a legit reason. Janelle and Josh were supposed to move, and they were at my house while Josh, her husband, was supposed to be packing up the U-Haul for their apartment. And then they were supposed to—they ordered this like big truck to come do their storage unit. We
1: weren't even supposed to be packing or U-hauling. We were having a semi truck show up with packers to drive our Mm -hmm. stuff, and we were going to just take a gingerly road trip across the country, which turned into my husband begging. He went to three places for a U-Haul because the movers the
0: day. Of they showed up with this dinky thing that probably didn't even fit your apartment. And I was, I I remember pulling up to your apartment and I was like, You're gonna get all your, and you're like, Nope. It went to full chaos. And then they also
1: said that that we had a contract and then they showed up and were like, we also need $5,000 on top of that in cash. And Josh was like, first of all, Mm -hmm. no, we had a contract for a good amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to give you another $5,000 on top of that. And I just am supposed to have it in cash, like morning of, like I just walked around with $5,000 that I was never going to spend today. And And you don't even
0: have the right equipment or truck. (laughs) Yeah. and You have a tiny
1: truck and you're going to not bring half of my stuff anyway. So he was like, forget it. I'm going to rent a U-Haul because we had to like get out of the apartment. We were renting an apartment while we built. And so we left everything behind in storage, packed up our apartment and Zach in. Josh drove in the U-Haul and me and Mikey drove in the truck all the Mm -hmm. way from Richmond, Virginia to Chicago. It was basically Zach's favorite memory of his life. He loves having a literally captive audience. Josh was his captive Mm -hmm. for two days driving in the U-Haul and he loved spending time with his dad like that. So fast forward to five months later, I'm sitting on the front steps and Josh is literally putting his suitcase in the car and Zach walks out and is like, dad, can I go with you? And Josh looked at me and I was like, shrugged my shoulders and was like, I don't know, Kenny. And Josh was like, if he wants to go, he can go. And this is literally Josh's suitcase is already Mm -hmm. in the car. And he's like, well, bud, I'll look and see if there's seats left on the flight. And he called and I was like, Zach, you better run upstairs and pack. And Zach ran upstairs Mm -hmm. with his Ninja Turtle backpack and put in three pairs of underwear, three pairs of shirts and three pairs of tie dye shirts because he knew he was going to go see his best friend yes. <laughs> who loves tie dye and his toothbrush and out he went. And I was like, okay, hold on. First of all, you have a lot of allergy needs and you need your Epi pen and like all that mom <laughs> stuff. And I put like a couple protein bars in there because Josh feeds him whatever he wants, but I fully had a my instinct was to say no like I don't like missing appointments I don't like being late that's probably why I'm not a yes mom and so he missed an like an appointment and a piano practice and I was like oh my god we're not going to be okay and then I was like no 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 this is a memory he will love forever Mm -hmm. It's worth the risk. We fly really safe. Also Delta is the safest airline. Flying Mm -hmm. is notoriously really safe during COVID. So I just felt like this is okay. Plus I knew he was going to go and be with you who is like his additional mother who eats the same food we eat, does the same things we do, um, is as safety conscious as we are. So I was like, basically, I'm sending him with my husband to go to his other mom for the day and then come home in a U-Haul. And I said, yes. And it was so scary. And I was like the night he went and they were flying because they had a couple of planes get delayed and they didn't know if they were gonna make connections and I was like heart racing. Mm-hmm. But Josh is a good parent and he's a great I knew parent, her, yeah. he's a great parent and he's almost more germ cautious than I am. I, I know. I'm a notoriously bad hand washer and Josh is always like, You touch something, wash your hands. You touch everything. I remember one time
0: he went to pick up your kids from preschool. And him and I were somehow the last two to grab our kids. And we're both in the parking lot like sanitizing. And I'm like – yeah. Yeah, and I was
1: like, <laughs> hand washing seems trivial to me. It seems yep. like it takes up a lot. And he's always been like, wash your hands. And I also mm-hmm. don't make my kids flush the toilet if they just pee. And he always walks in and is like, you people are animals. No one flushes their pee around here. And I was like, we're saving
0: the oceans. <laughs> I love it. I love but- it. Well, even when you so you called me that night, and I happened to be at my in laws. And so, and Janelle and I will call each other on occasion, but usually it's Marco Polo or text. And so I'm like, is everything okay? So I hit- quickly mm-hmm. hop on. And she's like, Zach wants to come. Is that okay? And so I text her back, and I was like, Are you serious? And she sends me a picture of him with his backpack because it's <laughs> it's like Janelle is like great at like, and I am too. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh wait, this seems a little scary. Maybe let's pause. I think about it a little out more. Like
1: three times,
0: yeah. And yeah. I was like, If you're serious, you know. And she's like, You'll have to cancel your plans. I know you have plans around. I was like. Dude, if you say your son is coming, like Drop we can cancel our plan. But I also in- wanted
1: to make sure that we were oh, respecting because you're very, co- you're more COVID conscious even than I am. And so I yeah. wanted to make sure that you- some people are uncomfortable with flying if you haven't yeah. done enough of the research. Mm. And I respect that. I respect whatever. Choices. You're if you're not scared of COVID at all, like live your life. If you're yeah. terrified and living in a bunker, like I respect each family's choices. That's why I was asking right. you permission. I was mostly yeah. saying, like, do you care if he infiltrates your bubble? Even though I'm going to, and I went through the entire list of like, this is why he's mm-hmm. safe. He's going to be isolated at the airport. He's going to be isolated on the plane. Yes. Delta has the best filtration. He's in an N95. Josh is a hand like. But if you don't feel comfortable, he is going to come and just... And I told Zach, I said, if you can't see Ezra, do you still want to go? And he was like, I mean, I want to see Ezra, but yes, I still Mm want to go because he's all about that U-Haul drive where he just eats snacks and talks.
0: Yes. I remember talking to Josh during COVID about flying and he told me what he does, what he did before COVID is already probably more than what most people do Way more now. Like he sanitizes and then he doesn't like take his mask off. He doesn't eat. He doesn't drink. And... I've always felt very safe with Josh flying. You guys wear N95s. Honestly, if I was going to travel and fly, now would be the time when masks are mandated on flights. And I feel Josh like-
1: says he hopes that masks, and this will be blowing Josh's like conservative facade, but Josh said yeah. that he hopes that masks stay on forever because he used to get so sick. Because he used to, I think he said he took like 200 flights one year. Mm-hmm. He was sick constantly. And now he's never sick. He's like, dude, they give me a sore yes. throat and they make me feel like shit while I'm flying, but I'm never sick. Right. So like if yeah. masks stay mandatory on planes forever, I'm
0: so good. I can't tell you how many times I sat next to someone and it usually ended up being a kid and they're coughing the whole time. Or one time I was on a plane and this kid was like laid across their parents' lap and they clearly had a fever and they are putting like wet rags and they're coughing. And I always ended up with it. Yeah. And I always ended up with the person sick next to me, and then a lot of times I would get their cold. He's so. got
1: like boils, and you're like, "Is this Ebola? Are we doing yeah. an Ebola trip?"
0: Yes, and but I mean, I also did fly the cheapest of the cheap because I was, yeah. but yeah, we so also, it was we've all
1: been cheapest of yeah. the cheap. I've yes. spent a lot of time sitting next to the bathroom, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I still do mm-hmm. it sometimes because. Personally, if there's like, Josh is like, well, you can sit here in row seven or you can sit by the bathroom. I'll often pick the bathroom because I get to pee as much as I want, which is
0: (laughs) really important to me. And a lot of other people don't pick those seats. So, nope, I'll always take it. Yep. So, today we're talking about saying yes to your kids. And it is something I am passionate about, but it's not something that I believe. Like, I don't think no is a bad word, but I do believe in saying yes to your kids and Letting them have those opportunities is great. I think a lot of people were surprised that Janelle and I both said yes, because we are very COVID. I don't want to say cautious, but we do take a lot of measures. Covid sensitive. I
1: think all we're yeah. trying to do now is everyone um, is
0: Covid cautious. Not everyone. But everyone's most people
1: Covid. Are. Ca- a lot of people are Covid cautious, but we're really trying to be mindful of mitigating spread and taking mm-hmm. some of the pressure off of healthcare workers. And plus, our kids. We'll not, we're not here to vaccine yeah. lecture, but yeah. do you like how I like went into my vaccine? <laughs> But we're really close to this being an option to be over for kids. And so we're just trying to take all – there's a lot of pressure on healthcare workers right now. My family's main objective is to not add any more pressure to healthcare workers Mm because they don't need it. They're
0: saints. (laughs) Yep. And it's like – if people know me, they know I do try to say yes to my kids. So when people were surprised that I said yes to this, it doesn't mean that there weren't doubts. There were some doubts. I was yeah. a little anxious after because even though Janelle was in our bubble, this is someone coming who hasn't been in our bubble in a while. And so that was a little different yeah. as well as any time outside of my immediate family that we see someone. I do get a little anxious even if it's my grandma coming in who's completely safe. That's just me being anxious over germs and everything. And it was great. I think we had to sit back and Janelle and I both had to say like, risk versus benefit in this situation. Mm-hmm. We played outside almost all day. I promised Josh I would try and wear Zach out, which I tried my hardest, but kids stayed up. He came into my car and it was just him. My kids didn't even know I was bringing him home. Um, And I went and picked him up and he came in bloodshot eyes, groggy voice. And Josh was like, sorry, he's barely slept. And I was like, it's okay. And I was like, hey, Zach, like you can take a nap and and I'll drive you home. And then I'll wake you up right before we get there. And he's like, okay. Oh, have you ever heard of Minecraft? Or and then just- <laughs> I could talk to you. Another <laughs> and it was so cute. And it was good for my mental health too. Like as much as I was bummed Janelle wasn't there. Like I almost cried when I saw Zach because I was like, I missed you. And he jumped in sad. my arms and I was like, oh. oh my gosh. Like feet off the ground and oh. melted my heart. I know. See, and that was was a big thing
1: is like saying yes to your kid and that is like you were a germaphobe before COVID. So this isn't Mm -hmm. a COVID related thing. Like this would have been – this would have spiked your anxiety Mm -hmm. even if COVID didn't exist. A thousand My anxieties come from my schedule being disrupted or my children's Mm -hmm. schedules being disrupted. So to know that Zach was going to be so tired for so long was hard. And to know that he wasn't going to be eating well, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he brushed his teeth the whole time he was gone. He didn't gone. smell. He didn't. He didn't, told me he didn't bathe the whole time he was. I gone. put him in a pool. And that's what I said. I was like, "Did you bathe at all?" He's like, "I went swimming." And I was like, "Sounds good." But like, I am very like, I'm on top of everyone's fingernails. Mm-hmm. I'm on top of everyone's everything. Like our meals are all like very based on getting all of our. Needed fats and proteins, and I was like, Yeah,
0: so I like, sent them with a ton of vegan snacks, and I made sure that it was like, We're some all nuts gone. In there and stuff. So good, um,
1: they ate that plus whatever, but like, that's where saying yes, yes. to my kids is hard for me
0: is giving. Okay, up and so let me control. ask you, did your kids survive? Did he sur- thrive? Yep, exactly. And Dude was bloodshot
1: and looked hung looked like he got home from Vegas for three days after. Like bloodshot eyes and scratchy voice. But Can you imagine though
0: how respected and powerful he felt after that? Not powerful in like a power tripping kid way. No, he was. My parents thought this was a good idea that I proposed, yeah. and all I yeah. had to do was ask. That probably gave him so much confidence. It did. I texted one
1: of my and girlfriends, just, and I was like, Zach's been walking around here like King Rooster <laughs> yes. because he got to go on a boys'
0: trip. He was confident. yeah, You know, <laughs> and he's like, I don't feel like the little kid anymore. My kid yeah. brother had to stay behind. Mm-hmm. Like, that probably gave him so much
1: confidence. Loved
0: it. And, and that's something that you're
1: really good at, too, is like – when your kids ask for something, you often say, give me a reason why not. And if like, if they can give you a good reason why to do something, you give yep. that autonomy. And that is something that I really admire in you
0: guys. And it's sometimes their thought process is very interesting. So even if you're not into saying yes, just ask your kid if they want something like, I don't think that's a good idea. Tell me why I should. Or the opposite. If they say, oh, I don't think we should do that, say, tell me why. And some of the answers, it's like, I never would have thought of that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so we do. I know Brandon really struggles with saying yes. His first instinct is to always say no. We have to yes. think about these little humans. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, what do we tell them? No. Yeah. Because a lot of times they do come up with not the smartest questions or requests. Not only that,
1: but like a lot of their stuff is like boring or mm-hmm. like you have a an adult agenda in your brain and it's really hard to shift yes. to their little kid agenda. And so I'm so I'm so Brandon. It's just like I'm gonna just say no to everything mm-hmm. and then I'm really fun when I say yes once every six years. And that's not yeah. really how it works, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And even like little requests around the house. Brandon a lot of times will be like no and I'll say, well why not? And he's like I don't know. Like a lot of times, can I go right around the cul de sac? And he'll be like, no, not right now. Let's do it later. And I'm like, why can't they do it right now? And he's like, I don't know. Because our kids are now at the age where they're allowed to do that on their own. I would understand, like, oh, I have a phone call for work and I can't watch them. But our kids are old enough. And I think it's just so ingrained to be like, that doesn't fit into my schedule right now. I'm going to say no. And so, or I'll tell my kids, like, say they want to paint a picture. And I'm like, I can't do that right now because I have to do something else, but let's figure out how you can do that on your own. You can't have paint inside by yourself. So what could you do? And they'll be like, we could go outside in our underwear. And I'm like, do it. (sighs) Go outside in your underwear. Like have them help problem solve into how that no can be turned into a yes. I mean, and we do say no, trust me. My daughter asks for a lollipop everything first thing in the morning, every day, first thing in the morning. And if you know my son, like he can't have sugar before school and that's not fair for her just to have it. So a lot of times we'll be like, that's a great idea for after school. Let's work towards that. What about some natural sugar right now, like grapes or strawberries? And she'll be like, Oh, strawberries. And then she'll never forget about the lollipop for after school. But (laughs) My kids Just know, kind of yeah, lollipops. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. My kids do ask for ridiculous things. And my son sometimes likes to be told no. And then he'll be mm-hmm. like, you never let me do anything. So now when I know he's asking those ridiculous requests, I'll say yes. And he knows the consequence with it. For example, he asks me all the time, can I climb on top of your car and slide down the windshield? And I say, sure. That's fun. And he says, am I going to have the consequence? And I say, what is the consequence? And he says, which my windshield has like a few little chips. And he's like, if I crack the windshield, I have to pay for it. And I'm like, yes, the consequence is still there. And he's like, okay, I won't do that. I'll do the driveway instead." And, and I'm like, okay. So he knows. Or for example, we went to a like a little local beach in the winter and there was a log out there and this was last winter and he didn't know how to swim. And he said, can I go swim out to that log? And I say, sure, go ahead. And he's like, "But the water's freezing." I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "I don't know how to swim." And I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "So I can go." And I'm like, "Go ahead." And I knew he wouldn't go. He just wanted me to say no. And I don't know why he loves to ask me the most ridiculous thing. Like, "Can I run through the blue or the blackberry patch?" "Sure, go ahead." It's full of thorns. Any logical person knows. And so I just and it sometimes drives my husband husband crazy cuz he's like, "You really just said he could jump off that ledge." And I'm like, "He's not going to do it." And he like, I love this. Yeah. He just loves to – and my daughter doesn't do it, so I don't know what it is about my son, and so I'll just say, sure. I think it's just his, like, creative experimentation. Like, I
1: think Mm – I do think Ezra's going to be some sort of, like, wild author when he grows up. Because he's totally like whatever those kids are in Captain Underpants, where he's like, what would be the most absurd thing I can get into right now? Because, like, literally, Zach would never ask me to do anything dangerous. I have to be like, come on, bud. Climb it. Climb it. You can do it. And yesterday, we were at a park, and Mikey – ran down full speed off of one of those giant hills onto like concrete. And I was just sitting there like, (laughs) there's another parent there. And when he somehow landed on his feet, I was literally like, I let out like the biggest gasp. And the other parent was like, you okay? And I was like, I just for sure thought he was 60 mile an hour face Mm planting onto concrete. But like, that's one of them is very risk oriented. And one of them is very risk averse. And Ezra, Likes to just test the theory. I don't think he necessarily wants to actually test the outcome.
0: But the interesting thing is, for instance, did Mikey ask you before he could do that? No, exactly. When Ezra really wants to do something, and he thinks I might say, he'll just go ahead and do it. But the things, the times when he asks permission, he knows a lot of times it's a ridiculous idea. And my husband is always like, "No, you can't do that. Why would you ever say that?" And I'm like, I'm telling him yes, like." That'd be me. I'd be like, are you ki- Are you high? I say that to, yeah. them, like, to my kids, like, are you high? Are you new here? Or like, still the day yes. they say yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I'll be like, uh-oh, I didn't put my gummies away, I guess. Yeah. The other night Josh came home and he's like, hey, you know these new gummies you got? Um, I'm going to put them out of reach of the kids. And I was like, good, smart call. Yeah, like that's a good call, Dad. Oh my Thanks. God, I just like left them on the counter forgetting that my kids can reach the counter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks mom. This is a relaxing day. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. So we do try to say yes to our kids, especially I guess Peyton right now. Cause Ezra is more at an age where we can say yes to a lot, but Peyton is still at that. She's three. So she's at that age where she wants to be independent, but she's not. Yeah. So we try to say yes and notice how many times you do say no to your kids in a day. It's kind of eye opening. I should keep um, a tally one
1: day. We should all make, let's make that an assignment to keep a tally one day. Yeah. Or and not right I, now counts too, right? I was going to say my, that's my, my not, right not right now is my now. go-to. My go-to. Mm-hmm. But I'm very, I will straight up know, because I know if I say not right now, my energy is at peak when I wake up yes. in the morning and only goes down until nighttime. And so I know if I say not right now, it's, not gonna happen exactly. unless I give a specific time frame. Like yesterday, Mikey got up and was like, "I want to make Play-Doh," and I was like, "Not right now. We will do it while Zach's on his call with Ezra." Like unless That's I know there's a were doing. window set. Yep, yeah, sorry, we weren't. We we're busy. <laughs> unless I know there's a window set aside, then I not right now is never okay. coming out of my mouth because I know it will
0: never happen. Same here, and I'm really bad about that. I am really sensitive to it because as a kid, I feel like I was told. Mm-hmm. Not right now. And it didn't mean in the day. Like a lot of times it was with my dad and he would travel a lot. And so I'd be like, can we do this this weekend? And he's like, no, we'll do it another time because I'm going to be out of town. But then he would never put forth the effort to do that. And sometimes he would. And I mean, I think we're all guilty of that, right? And so I Josh do Borgstrom does that a that. lot. I
1: think that's a traveling dad thing. And I say yes. to Josh, don't promise them anything. You're not going to do it. And often I'll hear him say like, oh, we'll do it later. And I'll say, can you give them a date, please? Same here. Yep. And I'll write it down on the board for them because otherwise they'll keep asking me. And then that gives yes. them like a flat line of when it's going to happen and also gives me an out when I get asked 42 mm-hmm. times a day. Like, i said we're going to say gonna exactly. Home
0: Depot. Dad said we're going to go to Home Depot. They're, you're the one they're asking and you're the one that has to say, not right now. So I'm like, okay, right daddy now. said
1: on Saturday. And then on Saturday when we get up, I'm like, reminder, mm-hmm. you said you would take your children to the yep. Home Depot, like, <laughs> I, like an automated voice message <laughs> machine. I love, and I
0: funny. don't want <laughs> to go, so I will stay in bed. <laughs> and I will
1: not be going because I hate that store. Good day.
0: <laughs> Some other things, like I really feel like my children are very creative and sometimes they come up with really good ideas. So another good way to not say no to your kids a lot is to do like we call it a parking lot. Um, It's kind of like I'm sure you did it at like work conference, you know, or work meetings. They would have like for questions, but we do it for ideas. And sometimes these ideas are I want to do that. But it's fun. Yeah. And one of them, my kids were actually the one that started bringing up the whole like RV travel. And at first we're like, okay, like – We'll just pull out our millions and go travel in an RV. (laughs) And it's like, well, let's make this happen. It's all, and so it turned into like a family goal. And so it was a not right now, but we had to explain to our kids all of your ideas are great, but you can't just up and go. Like you, that's not financially responsible. And so we talked to them about like saving and planning that out. And so we did make that one happen, but that was Ezra's idea. I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, cool. Like (laughs) we literally took your idea. and But you also have to remember like his other ideas are like, let's go to Fiji. Let's go to Hawaii. Like we're clearly not doing everything he asks. And we do explain to him for his birthday, he got a bounce house and he really, really wanted to keep it. And he's like, can we please just keep it? And I was like, well, it's not ours. And he's like, well, can we just buy one? And I was like, buddy, they're super expensive. They're expensive to run. They're expensive to put up. They're expensive to buy because his was like water. Yeah. And electricity. Yeah. And he did cry and say like, I wish we were rich so we could buy whatever we wanted. Same. So it's not out (laughs) of the realm that like even though we say yes to our kids, he is still going to want and need and not get everything. But you do have to explain like this is not something that our family is going to buy right now, so we do say no. There
1: is and, a mindset too that I think I'm seeing a lot more of um, in some of my homeschool groups. There is mm-hmm. a mindset, um, and I'm curious your thoughts on this because we've never really dug deep into it, but we mentioned it once. Was there's a mindset of never ever using the word no with your kids? Mm-hmm. One of How my do friends you fall on that spectrum.
0: Um, I tried it for a bit. One of my friends does it, and she is wonderful at it. She is the most patient person I have ever met in my life, even though I don't know Maybe if she would agree. Maybe that's problem. <laughs> yes. She is the most natural hippie person I've ever met. She's wonderful. It did not work with my personality. I'm not – I wasn't great at it and I just felt like I was getting down on myself because I kept messing up. So I was like, how can I do this differently? So I do say no, but I try to say yes when I can. And so – Like if my kid's going to touch a light socket, I'll be like, hey, don't do that. No. Like she doesn't use the words like don't can't, won't, know. Any of those, what are they, like negative words? Because there's
1: technically ways to like reframe everything into a positive and then they are supposed to, the mentality behind it, which I've read a little bit about it because everyone knows I consider myself a child psychology fake doctor. You definitely um, are. The, the mentality behind it is that they learn to set their own boundaries, which are much more strong into adulthood. When you set mm. your own boundaries, you follow them like better that. because it's your own body autonomy. Like you're governing yourself rather than an external government. And so, I think there's something to it. It's just not going to be something that I'm A- com- like mm-hmm. compatible with because I'm just not. And I was just outside yelling at my kids, Get like, get your helmets on. You're not allowed to ride on your cars without your helmets on because they'll always yeah. try to like, oh, it doesn't count as riding on a toy if I'm like laying across the back of <laughs> this thing. And I'm like- So how would you well, reframe
0: that? Like, remember- Well, and that's what I just on.
1: downloaded was like, do we remember what the consequence of not wearing a helmet is? Mm. And so- that's something that I'm working on, and I'll share it on the Instagram page when we release mm-hmm. this thing. It's a, a big safety sheet of ways to reframe. It's, it's basically instead of saying, be careful, which okay. I find is another thing that I just yell, be careful all the time. And mm-hmm. I feel like that gives them very little like self-confidence um, building, me just screaming, be careful at them all the time. And so I'm trying to work on getting away from be careful. but. Yeah. I think it falls in the same category as saying no all the time, which is something I'm very good
0: at. Well, and if Mikey is showing to be more like Ezra every day, I feel Mm -hmm. like, and so you'll learn quickly that be careful to Mikey is completely then different from your idea of be careful. Yes. And when you start asking them, it's like, okay. And like Ezra's thing is, well, that's never happened to me before. Or I'll say, hey (laughs) – Remember, we wear shoes on scooters so we don't scrape our toes, and then I'll turn my back. This hasn't happened in a while. And then he'll go and ride his scooter without shoes, and then he'll come back and be like, see, it didn't happen. And I'm like, doesn't mean it won't,
1: but – Well, Mikey, the other day, Mikey won't wear shoes either, and he went outside and stepped on a – I think it was a wasp, and it stung him right in the toe, and – I, the next day I was like see this is what and I told him right mm-hmm. before it happened you need to wear your shoes out here because dad Josh was like brush hogging the woods and so he mm-hmm. upset some bees and some or some wasps I said this is what I told you to put your shoes on and you did not and you stepped on one and the next day he was out with no shoes on and I was like please just remember the consequences not wearing shoes you're going to get stung in the foot yeah and if you choose to still wear, not wear shoes I'm letting you make that choice And he bro hasn't put shoes back on once like Yep. It was not enough yep. consequence. So. Okay.
0: There you go. And we do with our kids when they ask us what we think are ridiculous requests, we do say, okay, but what's the consequence? And then they'll tell us and we're like, are you okay if that happens? Yeah. And they're like, yes or no. For example, uh, my son doesn't have like a screen on his window and he's on the second floor. So yell at me all you want. It's part of our family safety plan, which we thought we would talk about eventually. Yes. Family safety plan time. Yes. But he does like to throw things from his window and he was going to throw one of his toys and he had asked me, can I throw this toy? And I said, yes, but let's think of what could happen. And he was like, I could hit someone and I was like okay if you hit someone then you're not being safe and that means you're not following our rules of we never throw things if somebody's out there so you would get a consequence and he's like okay and I'm like what else could happen my toy could break and I'm like okay are you okay with that he like sat there for a few minutes and he's like, no, I'm not okay with that. And I was like, okay, well, there's your answer. It's so the next thing I know he's throwing a stuffed animal out the window, but still he thought through it and he was like, okay, I'm not okay with losing a toy or breaking it. And just then he got to like reframe his idea. And I think it gave him some confidence in himself. So we're just really trying to build self-esteem as well as like thinking through things, which yes. I feel like is harder for my boy than my girl At right now. Mm-hmm. Even at three, I remember Ezra would just do stuff and I'm like, why did you just do that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think. And so I'm trying yeah. to teach him to like think through a lot of his stuff. And he's actually gotten, I will say in the last year, really good at it. There have been a few instances where we're like, What were you thinking? But for the most part, I'm actually really proud of like how far he's come. I think when you explain
1: it to them, first of all, it's very helpful. We had a situation with that yesterday. And also something I've been reading is writing down steps to things is really important um, to help them grow into like adult problem solvers. Mm -hmm. So like uh, if he says, I want to do X, say, okay, well, can you write down in five steps what would take for that to happen? So – Like if Zach says, I want to go to this Bolero video game place. I want to go to Bolero. And I'll say, okay, well, you know that you need to earn going to Bolero to play your games or whatever. And your dad needs to be home. So go write down a list of the things that you could do around the house to help me to earn a trip to Bolero because it costs money. And then also make sure you add on there a day that dad's home and then we'll talk to dad. But adding list making and explaining like repercussions like you said is really important. Like so you weren't yes, just like,
0: No, you didn't earn it and it costs money. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's almost like a not right now, but like you put it into his hands to solve it. I but like, like that. let's
1: let's figure out some ways that you could work towards your goal. Let's put it on paper mm-hmm. and see what that gets us like kind of like almost like a business proposal like you want to go to bolero you haven't done anything to earn it but i see that you have a need and or a want so let's Mm -hmm. figure out how we can make sacrifices or make beneficial choices to get us closer to what we want and it's real hard for Sex, dear dad to say no to him when he presents him <laughs> with a little piece of paper that's Aww. like, I wiped the baseboards in this room and I helped my brother wash his hair in the bathtub. So I was wondering Aww. if on Saturday or Sunday, we could go to Bolero from this time to this time. If I like it, that to me is like building resourceful little adults. If yeah if we can. No one knows if we can. This is all a real-time experiment, but I feel yep. like...
0: <laughs> but I will also kind of go to the other side and say that being a highly sensitive person, mm-hmm. I wish that I had... I don't even know if confidence is the right word, but more security in myself that when I'm told no or reprimanded in like a work situation that I had more coping mechanisms. Yes. Um, My mom was a very gentle parent. It doesn't mean she didn't yell... I do not also... She was a really fun parent. Um, I don't remember her saying no at all, really. My dad was famous for the not right now, but he wasn't home a lot. So I also think that saying no is important to your kids as well as sometimes yelling at them, (laughs) which to each their own, but that's just something I wish I had a little more confidence because whenever I would get in trouble when I was working, and that's also my personality, or when I was in school, when I was a kid... I remember one time I got in trouble in kindergarten and I cried all day because it was just like a shock to the system. And I had never really been yelled at. And I didn't even get yelled at. I was like told to, I think it was like turn your card or whatever you had, whatever we had in kindergarten. And I cried all day. And sometimes I wish I had a little more confidence. So sometimes I do like-
1: I think so too. I had a situation like that too when I was in first grade and I didn't get yelled at, but I got like super reprimanded by the principal. Mm -hmm. And I still remember it to this day, I was crushed. And I think saying no and being firm about no is- something important because it establishes boundaries. But then Josh and Mm -hmm. I also, we go back and forth because I would get told no a lot as a kid. And then I knew if I just kept asking, I could get a yes. And I think that can be anxiety inducing in children. Mm -hmm. Like if I just ask enough times, they'll change their mind. And so- I try to set like, I've said no once. Now I'm saying no twice. On the third time I say no, I'm going to get really frustrated. So we swing both ways. We want to build kids that aren't afraid to ask for what they want and be persistent. But we also don't want to create the anxiety of if I just ask enough times, maybe they'll say yes. Mm -hmm. So Zach knows I have a three no limit and then we're going to have a problem unless he can convince me in those three no's and it's a hard no okay again real-time experiment and I haven't had to go there with Mikey yet I only have one kid I'm basically mm-hmm. speaking as a single child mom <laughs> which like no offense but like y'all don't know what you're dealing with yet you'll get yeah. there <laughs> but <laughs> but Mikey's gonna be a whole different ballgame so I might he have is. to apply a completely like you said he's so much like Ezra and Zach is so cautious and like mm-hmm. oh whatever you say that I'm going to have to apply a whole new set of rules to Mikey probably. So this is going to be obsolete mm-hmm. for me in two years. Yeah. We're just throwing out things that have not haven't worked for us, but giving you some food for thought and getting both parents on the same page too, yeah. which is yes. really fucking And hard. I did
0: notice – yeah. I did notice with Ezra because we were a lot more no parenting at the beginning. And I feel like when we were saying no, 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 then he became sneaky. And yes. that got into a whole other thing. Yes. He would just do it and be like, I'll take the consequence later rather than Mm -hmm. being told no because he's my kid. Like, We'll give him a consequence and every now and then a consequence will really emotionally get to him. But but for the most part, I mean, especially when he was little, he did not care about Dirt off his shoulder. He's just like brushing the shoulders. (laughs) Exactly. Like you could take all his toys and he's like, I'll play with my mind. I'll run laps. You could put him in timeout (laughs) and he would just – I'm a – like. Make a story in my head, and yeah. you know the exception was there was one time he was supposed to go to my in laws and spend the night, and we took that away, and Peyton still went, and that was like soul crushing. Like he still talks about that consequence, and I'm like, it worked though. So I think sometimes like the un what he calls unfair because Peyton got to go even though it's fair because he didn't listen, and it was yeah. a big one. He we were riding in the car, and he was like, "Can I take my seatbelt off?" And he's and I'm like, "Sure, go ahead." And he's like, well, what's going to happen? And I was like, well, we'll pull over the car and we'll wait for you to buckle back in. But I can tell you if you unbuckle while we're driving, you're going to have a consequence. And he's like, well, what's the consequence? And they were supposed to go to my in-laws that night. And I was like, you won't go to grandma and grandpa's because this is a safety issue. And you know, I don't mess around with safety Mm -hmm. issues. So what do I hear? Click. Ah! We pulled over and Peyton's screaming because she wants to get home. And we waited. And I was like, I'm not buckling that back again. You will sp- you will buckle it. You know how to. It takes you a while. And then he's like, he wanted the answer. He's like, so am I not going? And I'm like, no, you're not going. And he's just bawling. And I'm like, we'll sit here and you can cry and buckle your seatbelt back in. And so then we get home and he's like, okay, I'm going to go get my stuff. And I was like, oh, honey, you're not going. I was serious. And it was a huge thing, but he's never unbuckled again. What did Brandon say? Oh, he was in the car and he was like oh, I didn't and know I'm Brandon not going to lie cuz yes. sometimes
1: I'll come home and Josh will be like, "Too, that's too much." It's a, but it's usually if it's an inconvenience to us, if mm. I tried he'd be like, "No, no, no, you're going too far." And I'd be yeah. like, "No, what I say goes." And they yeah. know it and that's why they're actually re- like afraid of me and not you. Yes. <laughs> and I tell my
0: it. kids like the consequence matches Your action. So if he had eaten a cookie, I wouldn't say, like, you're not going to grandma and grandpa's. But I, and I, and he knows what can happen. Yeah. And we were on the highway. It's not even like we're on a little back road. explained it
1: to him. It wasn't like a mystery that you sprung out of nowhere. You literally said, like, you're not going to go if you unbuckle yourself. And he's like, I choose unbuckle.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is just going through his head. Like, there was no reason for it. And just hearing that click, I was like, here we go. And I'm not going to lie. I cried. He and I cried together when Brandon went to take Peyton to my in-laws. Ezra and I i was giving him a shower and he's just bawling. And I just let him bawl. And I was crying too because it, it does hurt your heart to it see your hurts. kid that upset. But it I does. knew it had to stick because if I had said, Okay, you can earn it. And there have been times where we're like, you can earn it back, especially if it's a toy. But I was like, this isn't, I'm not going to joke around with you on this. And with Ezra, I have to be firm and have to set those boundaries. And I know you said you have the three no rule. We have one. (laughs) And there's not really a consequence. I just ignore it after that. So if I say no, and I don't just say no, I give them a reason. For example, you can't have sugar before school because you have a hard time focusing you can have it after school. And then if Peyton keeps asking, I just ignore it. And she'll be like, mom, you're not listening. And a lot of times Ezra or whoever the opposite child is like, she's already answered. So they know. Oh my God. I love that. But we do believe in saying yes as much as we can, just to kind of balance out those no's. Especially if your kid is in school, you have to realize like how many times they're probably told no and how many boundaries they have. And, you know, I mean, Ezra, even the other day was like, can we skip school today? And I was like, sure, but that means we have to go an extra day in the summer. So you decide. And so he was like, no, let's do it today. And so I think just kind of letting him choose, but-
1: It's so hard, Jenna. I'm still struggling. I think we talked a few episodes ago about how I was trying really hard in in reading about giving your children body autonomy and body safety Mm -hmm. is to not make them eat food they don't want to eat. And Zach has started to really, really overstep that one. because you know zach zach would go a whole day without eating if that was oh my gosh i could
0: not get him to eat
1: i do does not care the doctors are always like he's kind of skinny and i'm like he just doesn't care about food like it is of zero interest in where mikey like would eat all day every day if i let him
0: i (laughs) tried to get food in your kid as much as i even sent him with the rest of his lunch and i was like no um, even
1: Josh said that Josh was like I was begging him to eat like mm-hmm. he hadn't eaten and I had to pull like be like please, you have to eat like yeah. he just doesn't care. And so I'm trying he's like, mom, my body says it's full because we've been working oh. on it. And I'm like, okay, well, I love that your body is listening to itself, but my brain as a mom has to make sure that you get in a mm-hmm. fruit or a vegetable with every meal. so can we make a deal and split your fruit in half? So okay. like we're trying to like still give him the word, and the understanding and the autonomy, but like it's just really convenient how you're always full Mm. when it gets to your fruit or vegetable and then you're hungry 10 minutes later. So I'm like, Mm. I understand your body's telling you you're full. Can we make a deal or are you simply just way too full? If you're way too full, then you're not eating anything till lunch. And then I make lunch even later, just to really <laughs> stick it to the man, like it, like an hour later. But yeah, then he's I love very it. hungry, and so I think that there's saying yes, and then there's compromising, and just I'm trying to raise kids that. Are functional adults, and I want to raise kids that I want to hang out with is a big Mm -hmm. one for me.
0: But the food one is a big one for us. That's not one that I really waver on. But that's not one that I like mess around with too much. I feel like food and safety are my and kindness. Like I'm gonna say no on those situations. Food. My daughter is notorious for it. Today she ate half of her lunch, and she's like, same thing. Like my body is saying I'm full, and I'm like, okay. So I just take her plate and coyly put it to the side or if it's refrigerated, put it in the refrigerator. And then 10 minutes later, she's like, my body says it's hungry. I'm like, oh, great. Here's the rest of your lunch. Here's and the then rest it's of like, body's lunch. But my body wants a lollipop. And I'm like, but your body didn't need its grow food. So the answer is no. Yes. And if your body's hungry, it can eat this. And sometimes she'll choose to finish it, but a lot of times no. And then safety, like I mentioned, I don't joke around with that one at all. That's a hard no. Like- that's a hard no. No, you cannot get on that bike without a helmet. It's not a prove me wrong situation. No, helmets are a yep. full stop. Like, you're and if the I house catch the you, the day exactly. If I catch you without a helmet on a scooter or a bike, then I'm taking that until you can. I know my kids are so like. Right. If
1: I ride, they just got their dump truck back, and it goes kind of fast, and it's heavy. And oh, I, they're like right home, on. It came, yeah. It came home from Richmond with them. They're big ride on one, and I mean, it probably weighs 150 pounds. And yeah, I, the, I, they, what if we ride on it without our helmet on? And I say, I will take the battery out of it and throw it into the woods as far as I can. Yep. And I'm sorry, you'll never ever like. I, you will be shocked how far your mom can throw the battery out. Of this. <laughs> So go
0: for, it. and like, if I can't, Jenna then I'll get I, it at night and go throw it further,
1: and then I'll sell it on eBay. Um, <laughs> Jenna and I come from both have parents with brain injuries, so we don't fuck mm-hmm. with helmets. That's our no. that's our hard no. Like we might yep. let our
0: kids go nude outside, but we yes. you'll be wearing a helmet naked. <laughs> yes, my daughter hates <laughs> the car seat, and she's always like, "Can I ride?" She asked me. Twice today, can I ride unbuckled? She hates unbuckled? a car seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. She's like, just a little bit. And I'm like, nope. I it's partially unbuckled. Yep, I'm gonna stay parked until you get in. Then she's she's like, well, like, what if I just don't buckle up? And I'm like, then we don't go anywhere. And she's like, and you okay. go through the windshield. Yep, and I say, like or you can stay home. Time. With dad. Yeah, right? I will say if you are going to say no, and I do get onto Brandon a lot for this one, so Brandon, listen up. Follow it with a because. I do feel like a lot of times we're so quick to say no, but in their mind, there's no rationale to why, because to them, it was a good idea. To them, it's fine to ride without a car seat because nothing bad has happened to them. To them, it's fine to just ride down the hill with a helmet off because they've done it 50 times with a helmet on and nothing's happened, or... they fall in. Nobody's ever needed their
1: helmet in my family. Yeah. Like a helmet has never hit the ground. So why would I need it?
0: Yeah. So (laughs) we always do try to follow and same with stop, like stop doing X, Y, Z instead of just yelling stop and no, because if they're doing something, they need a rationale to why that's not quite working.
1: Well, also think about ourselves. Like I always try to like – when I'm in my better parenting moments, I'm fully medicated. I've eaten food and I've gotten enough sleep. So I'm just like an Mm -hmm. apex parent. I try to think occasionally like I want to have snacks in front of the TV before bed. So why wouldn't they ask for it? Like I try to Mm -hmm. think like, oh, they're asking to do – like yeah, it's annoying to put on a helmet. I get it. They're asking these – like who wants to strap in every time? Like I don't Mm -hmm. like strapping them in every time. So they're coming – try to put yourself in their place. Like they're That's coming true. from a place of like, this is annoying, can we not? And yeah. I get to just say, this is annoying, so I'm not gonna do it, but they don't. So yeah. I try to think of that for them too. Like, oh, we've had a long day, we've done this since then this. Like Zach will say before bed, like, could we watch one episode of Great British Bake Off? And I'll think like, well, did we do school today? And he'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, well, did you move your body today? And he'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, were you a good brother today? And he'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, I'm having a hard time thinking of why not. Right. So I guess so. And yeah. so I think it like gives them a little bit of authority and a little bit of body autonomy.
0: Yes. A thousand so percent. That, like,
1: it's hard, but like if mm-hmm. I can't immediately think of a reason, like, no, because if it's hard for me to think of yes. something, then I'll default to, well, I don't know, let's go over the day. And mm-hmm. often I can be like, remember when you threw that thing over the railing and it almost hit my water bottle onto my computer that makes it really hard for me to want to sit down and watch a show so I like, that. like it, yeah. if you're gonna say no try to think of it in terms of like well I can't wait for my kids to go to bed mm-hmm. so I can sit and eat snacks on the couch and eat ca- all the candy I want yeah. so why
0: wouldn't they want to and that's true like I would be so pissed if some were, someone was like you can't do this this and this all you have to do is school and what I say like I would be yeah. so pissed and like what if my Brandon daughter walked
1: in and you were like laying on the couch eating candy at night. And he was like, uh, we agreed. We don't like, you would be like, good day, sir. So Here's some carrot sticks
0: and go to bed. Like, oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And like, like my, for instance, my daughter loves for some reason to eat in the family room at the coffee table, and she just like sits on her knees. I don't know why she loves it. Same. And my husband's always like, no, it's messy. No. And I'm like, why not? Why? Why does it matter if it's messy? Like I understand if it was like yogurt or ice cream, but a few crumbs, like do you think we could ask her to vacuum when she's done, that little spot? And she can do it. Yeah. And he's like – okay. I just can't imagine being told no all day. And I would be pissed at the world too. Like
1: I know. And I think that there's children, so there's a place for no, unless you're mm-hmm. full on practicing anti-no parenting, which bless you, that's amazing. And I mm-hmm. can't imagine the daily struggles you go through and it's probably the best thing in the world. But unless you're going to practice zero no parenting, you need to find a way to make it like no and understandable. So little brains.
0: So this week, let's see, let's have people tell us one thing they've said yes to their kids Mm -hmm. to, And not just like, can I have a yogurt? Yes. Like a big thing. Like, can I go to Virginia from Chicago? I have five minutes to get ready. (laughs) Can I go to Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. So think of your yes moment. And let's all work on saying no because and give our kids a reason. And then that'll help frame. I think it'll really frame all of our thinking into, I don't really have a reason. Maybe I should say yes instead. Yeah.
1: And also try to drop into their body once in a while. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch Quantum Leap growing up? Oh, you're probably too Mm -hmm. young. Quantum Mm -hmm. Leap was the best show ever, but they would like switch, he would switch bodies with people. Drop into your kid's body once in a while and be like, oh my God, they're just looking up at this grown up saying no to them all the time. Like, what if I just was like, Sure, I can't think yeah. of a
0: reason why not. And tell me when you say yes, how much your kid lights up, especially when it's an unexpected yes. Dude,
1: Zach's still oh a week gosh. like a week out from the trip to your house and is
0: riding high on yeah. yes. <laughs> like, can we have donuts for breakfast? That's usually a no for us, especially during the week because of the sugar crash. But like on a weekend when, here's an example. My husband, we ran out of coffee. So my husband had to go up to Dunkin' Donuts to grab coffee and the kids were like, can we get hash browns? And that's not usually like a great breakfast. But my husband was like, "Sure!" And they were so excited for these little like two dollar oh, hash browns, exactly. And it was their idea. And they came home like all proud, like, "Look, we got our own breakfast!" And Dad said yes. And it's like just light up their little lives. It's and, so fun. Yeah.
1: I love doing it, and so we sure. understand the moments. like. Share us your moment. We understand it's hard. And oh my God, I'm such a no, naturally no person. Anybody, ask anyone that knows me. I love crazy? to say no, but it's a lot of work to say yes, but like slow, you can do it as slow as you want. I've known mm-hmm. Jenna, the yes queen for what, two years, three <laughs> years now, and yeah. I'm still trying to learn yeses. So you can go yeah. slow. This is an easy one because you can literally do it like one time a week. And then do it. And it'll two surprise times your and kids and
0: light and them up. That one. It yes. lights
1: them the hell up. And so mm-hmm. this is one of those ones where it's not like you have to do a big undertaking, like the mm-hmm. clean living episode that we're releasing. Right. This is like trickle down, slow and yeah. steady, light up their little lives. And so yep. if I can do it, anyone can do it because I love saying no. Yeah.
0: And if it's <laughs> you're saying no because it's like, oh, I don't want to deal with the mess, or I don't want to have your kid brainstorm with you how you can eliminate that. Mm-hmm. Why. So if it's no because it's messy, okay, let's take it outside. Or you have to clean up afterwards. And if you don't, then next time you ask, the answer is no. And that's our big one. I think that would help too. We do that a lot too
1: with like, if this doesn't work this time, you know what the answer is going to be next time, right? And Jack mm-hmm. would be like, the answer next time will be no. And I'm like, exactly. And we've had to institute yep. it a couple times when they just like wander off and don't finish yeah. it. And I'm like, okay, well, that tells me
0: it's a no next time. Yep. Done and done. So we appreciate you guys listening and we're glad to be back. So with that, call your therapist. And take your meds.